424 a.m. But the studio don't close, man. Studio don't close. Plus, I, it's a new game now. We ain't passing blunts no more. Jason, ain't no passing to the left hand side, to the right hand side, no hand side. You keep your blunt. You pass a blunt now, somebody likely to cuss you out. Coronavirus. Smoking by yourself. to another Meldrick Moment Extendo Edition podcast. This is episode number 179. I'm still your host, Yusuf Ali, coming to you live, kind of live-ish, live-like. I'm alive, you alive, we all alive. Um, it's 6.34 p.m. Pacific Standard Time here in TV Table Studios in West Hollywood, California. Another Pillowcase production. Um, this was the post-Thanksgiving week. We had a few shows and a lot of news, even though I'm not going to, I'm going to try to keep it shorter. I'm going to try to, the goal for every episode is to keep them a little bit shorter, shorter and sweeter. So with that said, and all this to do, let's just get right on into it. episode to be a little bit shorter because uh, I'm just figuring like even though the last episode I, I figured an hour was kind of was like just about typical and average for podcasts but I'm, I think that 30 minutes is a little bit more attractive to the listener like when I see a podcast it's only like 33 minutes or something as opposed to an hour and 17 minutes I'm a little more excited to listen to that and get that out the way than like I don't know, it's just a little bit more laborious. Even if it's a good hour and 17 minutes, a good 34 minutes is, is just as good, if not better. So, we're going to try to keep this a little shorter. 
if for no other reason, just to keep it fresh. Um, but like I said, this was post Thanksgiving. Black Friday wasn't shit this year. Another dude did a whole video about Black Friday not being shit. And it was interesting. I, I guess people just don't really care to go shopping in person no more. A lot of online deals. And between online and people just being broke. Shit. Well, not broke. I don't, y'all know memos. I don't like to use that word. People not having enough extra money to buy unnecessary shit. Put it like that. So, Black Friday ain't the same. It's definitely not, I was going to say it ain't the same as it was five years ago. Not the same as it was maybe even two years ago. So, just people just, mm-mm. Wasn't a big deal. Um, out here, it's like downtime for so-called Hollywood. All the decision makers and showrunners and important people are on vacation you know, doing non-entertainment shit, so this is the time where if you're not going back to wherever you were born, like most L.A. transplants for the holidays, is get on a little bit more shows, so it was cool to get to pick up like three shows in the last two weeks. Um, got another one coming up this Tuesday I can tell y'all about next episode, but anyway, this week we did Whiskey and Donuts, which we did together. Um, when we both did Ryan Dalton show right after that um, and then last night she did a show by herself a weed show that was amazing anytime it's a weed show and they pay you and give you weed that's just like the best kind of show um, and it was packed it wasn't just like it was a weed like, you can tell me to do a weed show and I get there and ain't nothing but the comics and we telling jokes to each other and I'll be satisfied. But for the fact that it was a weed show and she had an actual crowd that was receptive, it was good, man. So, shows was good this week. Y'all should have been there. Um, the CYSK was show, like I say, that was, that was an example of not as many people, but it was still paying customers. It was still fun and shout out to Ryan and everybody else who put us on the same show Marina um, at Whiskey and Donuts it just makes sense like I said before you know that we I'm her ride you know I'm a comedian you know I'm good just book us both it just, it's really stupid to not book and then tell me I'll get you on the next one just get me on this one just, just, just get this shit out of the way but shout out to everybody that's going to get me on the next one, I guess. That was good. Uh, and it was in like a little private little new spot that's supposed to be like a smoke lounge. Like they've been trying to pull this smoke lounge shit off for, since 2018 out here in California. And I don't, I can't tell you where one is. I mean, if y'all know where one is, let me know in the comments because... That shit ain't working, man. People just buying their weed and going home. You know, nobody necessarily want to just sit around. I don't know. It might work. I, don't, I just I ain't seen it yet. Oh, speaking of back to the show. So for the, the show next week, um, it's going to be at the R Bar, which is in Koreatown. Notoriously hard to park. But you should come anyway. If for no other reason than on the, on the promo flyer that they made or promo post, 
It's like they really took their time. Like the dude wrote a song. Shout out to Austin Miller. He wrote a song. He's singing. And he sings my name. I might I might play it on here. Yeah, I think I might just just so y'all can um it's just dope. Matter of fact, hold on, I'm gonna play it right now. Like I said, I normally don't really like I don't even post I put I put this flyer on YouTube as content simply because he sings my name. See, like, I never heard my name sung in a promo before, so that was pretty fucking dope. Like I said, I don't care if nobody come. My name is being sung in the promo, so I'll be there telling jokes to the host and the bartender if I have to. But y'all should come. I ain't never seen too many people out here don't put that much effort into, you know, show flyers. Like, that. people barely want to put your name and tag you on the shit, so let alone singing it and shit, that was great, um, oh, this was bad, I don't believe I was, it took me this long, but I finally got some new tires, and I've been, been needing new tires, because, you know, when you, if you turn into the parking lot, and you hear screeching just because you're turning, that's a sign right there, it's like, that's, a, that's like a telltale, it's more than a telltale, because you can hear it, it's like a, it's like a scream tale, like, I need, get new tires, so like I would ignore this, ignore this, ignore this, constantly ignore this until this week when I finally actually looked at the tire. Just some told me, just look at the tire right quick. Like just, no, no, just you know, you've been doing all this driving hour here, 45 minutes there. Just, just check out the tire right quick. Melmo's, I'm embarrassed to tell y'all motherfucking thread was showing the tire was so bad how was I how was that tire not blown oh two weeks ago so I drive to the tire shop with the metaphorical tail between my legs I almost didn't want to tell the dude this was my car I wanted to say uh can you put some tires on my grandmama's car or something like that I didn't even want to admit that was my shit tires were so fucking bad but Whatever, uh, I got him. But um, I think that's enough. I think that's enough. I just, like I say, this I'm trying to get these episodes a little bit shorter, and shit. Let's let's start by <laughs> keeping this brief. All right, let's get into the news. Oh, you are handsome. 
tonight is we have to tell you also you know like other news that's happening in the area and across the you know the area all right before we get into the news portion of the show i just want to remind everybody that this portion of the podcast is brought to you by sports drink and the good people over at the preserved pot academy where they're trying to show you how to get the most out of that bag uh lesson number one do not throw those roaches away. Um, those are not cigarette butts. It is weed in there. Find somewhere to keep them. Put them in a separate container. Put it back in there with the good weed. Uh, leave it in the ashtray. Whatever you do, just don't throw those roaches away. It can always come in handy later. Um, you never really know when you're going to need it. So just keep them, man. Like I say, it's not cigarette butts. Anyway, um, I got a couple updates. Actually, more than a couple. Four. So, twice a couple. A couple couple. Anyway, um, the first one, I was telling y'all last week about the the pieces of shit who was putting the fake credit card readers. They, like, distracted the, um, the cashier at the CVS and put the shit on there and walked out. And they got away with it easily because they had on motherfucking... Uh, Ski COVID mask. I ski mask, same thing. They had on masks, so you can't see their face. Well, in Philly, and this is the beginning, maybe everybody else will take notice. They're going to start finding motherfuckers for wearing ski, at least ski masks and shit in public. I don't know if that's going to cut down on. I mean, you can still rob a motherfucker with a surgical mask on or whatever it is. In, in ND95, N95s, whatever the fuck, you can still ride motherfuckers with them on, but at least now you can't just wear fucking poo shisey mask and all this type of shit just to look cool no more. Like, no, that's it. You come in the, you come in the building with that shit on, take that shit off. Because, no, motherfuckers. We done made robbery easy enough for you since 2020. Now we got to try to cut back on this shit a little bit. Um, which I think is great. Second update. Uh, the other thing I was telling y'all about. I got it. I got, I got some information wrong. The, the hockey dude. I had the last thing I threw in at the end of that story last week was that the dude was black. That I got his throat cut. And I was saying that that's probably why you don't, you won't see too many people from Compton signing up to play hockey but turns out the dude that did the throat cutting was black so now same thing still apply I'm still I'm still I still think he should go to jail it's still no move that requires you to do that but I just gotta add that He might have picked up a move that might have worked in Compton. See now, see now, I have to kind of contradict myself because it might be a move. I don't know. I don't. I don't. I've never been around a black, all black hockey game. And so, if if it is an all black hockey game, 
I imagine they might do something a little bit different. And he might have brought that over to that new league that he was playing in. I, I don't know. Again, I'm not saying he don't deserve to go to jail. I just need to see the moves that they do in that all-black hockey league where he come from. I mean, I'm assuming, again, that he came from an all-black hockey league because he a black hockey dude. I don't know. See? Next week, I'm going to have to fuck around and come in here and correct this shit. Let's just go on to the next story. Um, this was another incorrect, misleading headline that I got on my platform and reported as such. They're going to say there was a sex party at Taco Bell. And it wasn't a sex party, per se, with the employees. That make you think everybody's in there fucking. No, there was one dude who let his wife fuck two of his co-workers. That's it. Now, even if she would have fucked, like, everybody in there, then maybe you could technically call it a sex party. But one girl fucking two people in front of everybody does not make a sex party. That's just, she was too high or too drunk or too something and started fucking in the party. So, that's all. It just They just wanted to make Taco Bell sound like a better place to work than it is. And another update, which is, I don't know if it's an update, it's just a, I keep telling you, yeah, let's call this a, I keep telling you, more robberies in Chicago. This time, it was the, the news decide they want to go investigate the string of robberies. And like clockwork, they got robbed. So, they got the story. They're going to have to tell everybody about it with their mouth. They ain't going to they show it, but they definitely got the story. That's what they were looking for. And related ironic story that I wasn't even trying to really segue like this, but irony is irony. These motherfuckers broke into an abandoned old jail to explore. And of course, got arrested or got stuck in one of the cells they wasn't supposed to be in there in the first place. That's probably why the shit was abandoned because the shit kept malfunctioning and doing shit like that. And then they had to call the police for help. Who took it from that old, super shitty, abandoned, out-of-date jail and took them to a fresh, new, state-of-the-art 2023 jail. They're like, y'all wanted to go to jail so bad. I could have just, I can't, you know, knocked on the door or something. We opened we ain't closed down. All you want to do is go to jail? You know. So, that was that story. I just wish I could have been the cop that, that guy got there. Like, do y'all want to just stay here or, you know, you need to do all this paperwork? Uh, I don't normally like to report fights because fights are fights, but this one's one of those situations that you try to, you try to scenario yourself in. Like, if that was us, it was a couple. It was two couples fighting. A couple on couple fight. And the catch is only half the couple was winning. And the other half was losing. And that's the situation you want to be in. Because in this case, the dude was whooping the other dude. But his girl was getting whooped 
by the other girl. But he wasn't whooping the dude good enough to go help his girl. So it's like, because the other dude had just enough fight <laughs> like the, where he wouldn't stay down so the dude could go help. So it's like, man, that's an awkward ride home for both couples. God damn. He's like, why you ain't come help me? I couldn't come help you. I couldn't. I was getting my ass whooped. And the other dude, I couldn't come help you because I couldn't, this motherfucker wouldn't, I couldn't knock this motherfucker out. So I just, that's a hell of a fly on the wall conversation. And I don't know if if I'm in that situation and I'm winning, I'm at least going to try to get, you know, get my fighter, get my fight over to that area where I can like maybe reach out and grab the girl off my girl while I'm still maybe with, I don't know. You got to think of something. You gotta fight closer. This story was just like a, a a case for why everybody should carry guns. Because the people, the advocates say, if everybody got a gun, you less likely to do some bullshit knowing that the next motherfucker might have a gun too. And this was a perfect case. This dude, I guess, huffing and puffing, beefing and talking shit, and he shoot a motherfucker who didn't have a gun. Not knowing that another motherfucker who did have a gun saw that shit and was like, oh, hell no, and shot him. He didn't even know, dude. He didn't even know, dude. He just knew that, man, you can't be shooting nobody when you only one got a gun. You know, let's level the playing field. And he shot that dude. And justice rarely was served. Dude didn't go to jail because he probably said, look, he shot that dude, so I shot him. Maybe he could have just let other dudes shoot him. Like, hey, man can't be shooting him hold on and then like give him the gun and let him try to shoot dude but nah okay as i was saying it out loud i realized that ain't gonna work because then the other dude just gonna get shot trying to get the other dude his gun because like, i'm not about to let you get this dude a gun and shoot me back so i just gotta kill both of y'all so yeah okay all right fair enough so yeah two people got shot one person went to jail one person i think died but the point of the story is, if everybody got a gun, I think less motherfuckers will get shot, as crazy as that sounds. This this is not like an update, but kind of related story to, like, I think that was last week when I told you about the dude stealing cars out of the junkyard. Well, we essentially came to, to realize how come that's a crime. But, essentially, eventually, I meant to say, not essentially, we eventually come to realize why that was a crime we we hashed that out in real time and realized yes that's a crime but i think we're going to do that again because this next story this lady was on camera so it's proof that she did it it's proof she did it she was on camera eating cat shit out of a litter box at a pet store so again is that a fireable offense is that a crime is she stealing from work technically she's at work and she's taking some from the job you know and taking she eat it's like stealing it's like eating food at the grocery store if you work at the grocery store i'm sure you're not allowed to just just because you work there walking around making sandwiches and shit now you probably saying, but it's shit. 
How is that food? How is that equivalent to food at a grocery store? Because that's a product of that pet store. If it's a pet and it's pet shit, and will you want to buy that pet? Will you have plans with that with that cat's particular shit? Now you can't get your whole product. So she kind of fucking up the product. So maybe she get fired. On the other hand, it's literal shit. So it's like. That's like stealing from, like, would you get fired for taking some shit out the trash? It's trash. You always gonna throw it away anyway. It's in the litter box. You always gonna throw it away. So I don't know. She might got a case. I mean, on getting fired. Other than that, she's just super, like, weird, crazy, insane, mental problem, nasty lady human. But that's, I ain't talking, I'm not trying to judge her character. I'm just talking about strictly. Was that a fireable offense? Let me know in the comments. Alright, this one's a feel-good story. Usually, um, everything is negative, and that's not even my fault. That's just how the world is. A lot of fucked-up shit in the world. But this was one of those ultimate good Samaritan stories. Like, the best Samaritan of all Samaritans. Like, his name might be Sam Ariton. Like, 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 how, okay. This dude is running. You don't see where he's running from. You just see this dude shoot across the screen at the stop, at the stoplight. And I don't know who was recording. But you see it's a Jeep. And the Jeep is taking his time going to the stoplight at first. And then you realize why you see this dude running. He getting chased by a pit. Somebody's pit. At the stoplight, at the light, at in traffic, at the major traffic, this dude's getting chased by a pit. Usually, that's some side street type shit. So, to see that at a major intersection, that's one thing. So, this dude is running around doing the old run around a car if you're getting chased by a dog technique. Because you think that's the easiest way to get away from a dog that's chasing you. Run around a car. Luckily, I guess dude was at an intersection. Many cars to choose from. Except it, this shit wasn't working. This dog was relentless, and I guess the dude in the Jeep, Sam Arrington, um, he decided to tell dude to go ahead and get in the car, and he let dude jump in the car. And this is like some of the most heroic shit you ever seen. And I don't know, man. Shout out to that guy. It was it's good to, t- to tell a feel good story for a change. And fuck that dog. Fuck most dogs. And I know that's not a. a, a nothing people want to hear and oh man you know what I'm saying that about no dog fucking jackal killer maniac why the fuck are you chasing people for no reason barking that motherfucker alright I'm gonna stop before I get to lose all of the eight listeners I do have I'm um, gonna keep the news good another feel good story two in a row like I say this this is rare so you gotta report it when it happened um, this lady was dying well, that's not the feel-good part. The feel-good part is she was she was on her way to hospice or whatever, and she told the paramedic, you know, I never really went to the beach. Either she ain't never been or she ain't been in a while. Either way it go, the dude took the lady to the beach, and they took a picture, and they got her with her, um, he got her sitting up on the, on the gurney, and they say he went and got her some sand and some water and a cup or some shit like that so she can feel all this shit and it's all the heartwarming and touching and it is that and also I'm thinking 
What a way to get some overtime. What a way to milk the clock, man. He might have supposed to got off. That might have been his last trip. He's supposed to get off at 4 o'clock. But this lady who dying want to go to the beach. Will she want to stay here until 8, 9 o'clock? What am I supposed to do? She dying. It's her dying wish. And yes, I needed my time and a half. So that was such a win-win feel-good story for everybody involved. Shout out to that lady in the beach. I wish I would have a... Uh, man, let me have a dying lady on the way back who want to stop somewhere. We we stopping. We running all type of errands because this lady need. This lady told me I could go and uh, pay my light bill that I need to do. This lady told me I could go. She wanted me to. She wanted to see how I look with a haircut. So I went to the barber shop before I took. Like that's amazing. Shout out to that lady getting that guy that OT. All right, it's gonna get bad again. Um, Cause this was a terrible 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 story some dude attacked his parents with a machete because they tried to stop him from raping one of the kids uh, so like that's really bad and I, you can't let that happen as a as an old no matter how old you are that shit going on in your house and you know this motherfucker's crazy you watching him you watching the, the grandkids you like you already old you ain't got time for this shit and you go in here and you see this shit and you like what the fuck is going on and you try to tell him to stop and now he coming at you with the machete so all that's bad everything is bad and this whole story is bad and you can't you know you want to defend kids protect the kids but if you know there's a machete in there it's about time and at that point you an old motherfucker it's a machete in the house wait till this motherfucker go to sleep like he already did the the, the 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 worst of the worst is happening. So like, this sounds bad, but you know, just let let him finish, and then go to let him go to sleep. He gonna sleep it off, and then you attack. You old. You gotta strategize. So I know you wanna be like you you, you mad right then and there. Like this motherfucker Charlie is in there trying to fuck the kids and you want to go in there and stop that shit but you old you are old think should have just waited now you dead like I said that was bad that was really bad but that's what happened <laughs> alright alright next next story alright I can't end on like I can't end I can't leave y'all with just like some dude killed his parents so let's leave y'all with a, a light-hearted, good old-fashioned shit in a Pringles can, Molotov cocktail type situation story, which is original and amazing. Like years ago, I told y'all it was a dude, an old dude, got arrested for keeping a bowl of piss on his porch, and they arrested him because they said, "Why do you have this bowl of piss on your porch?" And he said it was to throw on kids that ran in his grass. They said you can't do that. That's assault with a dead, like, chemical, bio, some type of assault. You can't throw piss on people was the bottom line. And while nasty, putrid, and gross, a very effective way to keep motherfuckers off of your lawn. I think we have the same situation here. This lawyer got caught, a lawyer, a man of the law, got caught throwing a shit-filled Pringles can at a 
some type of demonstration in front of some some a demonstration. I don't that don't matter where you threw it at. The point is, he said he'd been doing this for years and he understand what the big deal is. And quite frankly, I don't either. You put some shit in a Pringles can and see how many people fucking fall in line. I bet you don't get no conflict, no argument, no disagreement if you're walking around with a can of shit. Dog shit, yo shit. If you walking around with a can of shit, you ain't going to get no motherfucking resistance. So, if you don't learn nothing else from this story, it's to keep you some bodily fluids in arm's reach and a motherfucker will back up. Let's do some other shit. Literally. Well, not literally. You know what I mean. Alright, I think that's enough news for this week. Let's get into some other shit. couldn't wait to say this on this podcast almost strategically tweeted this so I can say this on this podcast but one day ago I tweeted who else said quote unquote thorough spelled both ways T-H-I-R and U-R-L in the 1980s other than Cleveland kids cause I just saw some Gen Zer claim he just heard it and it's from Philly I vividly remember Calling a pair of black pro wings with a double ankle strap thorough in the fourth grade. And I waited to see what somebody was going to say. One Clevelander said, I ain't heard thorough in years. Which, that's what I expected somebody to say. Because thorough came and went. We said thorough, like I say, in the 80s. And for some reason, it just didn't survive the Cleveland slang lexicon like thorough died off so did fresh well for the most part fresh kind of stayed around but not the way it didn't have as much impact like you would say man this dude those those J's is those J's fresh like you didn't the way that 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 we didn't use it like that after a while. So like fresh died, thorough died. Well, thorough died. Fresh reinvented itself. Live reinvented itself. Dope kind of stuck around. Sweet kind of stuck around. 
But Thorough, like I said, like dude said, I ain't heard that in a long time because Thorough pretty much died out. We just kind of moved on to some other word. But then, after that, I get another reply from a Philadelphia kid, fellow Tuskegee jokeman. Aston says, that's definitely a Philadelphia word. Now, remember, he's younger than me. And from, but from Philadelphia. So how do I, how do I approach this? Number one, when I said it, I definitely didn't hear it from somebody in Philadelphia. So that's one. Number two, that don't necessarily mean it didn't originate in Philadelphia. But if I'm saying it in 1988, in Cleveland and never heard nobody else say it I didn't hear it in a rap song I didn't hear it on a TV show I didn't hear it this is before any other way to hear it other than directly from another person's mouth which was my cousin and other people around his age on his street and other people on my age on my street so you mean to tell me that Everybody that said that word in 1988, no matter what age they were, got it from somebody in Philadelphia? Okay, prove it. All I know is we said it in 1988, referring specifically to some black, double-strapped, Velcro-having pro-wings. To my homeboy Emmanuel, who also had the same double-strapped pro-wings, but in white. He said those black ones is thorough. I said, yes, they are. Because we fucked with pro wings. Because they was thorough. This week on Puddle Tracks, Marvin had a customer service issue. Marvin said some dude came up to the club yesterday talking about they need to reimburse him for his pants, for his, uh, I guess he had some unidentified stains on his pants, and he say they vaginal discharge stains. Clubs say they was cum stains made by him, but they were on the outside, so he had a solid argument, but his problem was he couldn't figure out, you know, which stripper exactly might have did it. And so, you know, they told me to come back with more evidence. Because 
I didn't have no jobs anyway. I've been on one show. I've been on Judge Hatchet. <laughs> that was it. One time. And then they took that little episode off of YouTube, so I can't even prove it. Like, I've, I've been out here for six years. I can't even prove it, man. I tried to make this one a little shorter. I think we did. Did we make this one short? Yeah, I think this one is a little bit shorter. Um, but yeah, I hope you enjoyed it. Hope you laughed. Hope you learned. Um, shouldn't have cried if you did. That's that's my bad. Uh, first time listeners. Um, shout out to however you heard about it. Hope hope you become a regular listener. And to my regular memos, thank you for the continued support. Um, keep uh, posting and tweeting and liking and sharing and commenting and doing five stars and all that, all that good shit that help us grow as Melmos. And um, I think that, I think that's all. I think that's all. I'm gonna let y'all get on out of here. Yeah, let y'all get on out of here on that one. But you know, it is just one more thing. I saw um, an Instagram ad for boxing gloves for kids and like little kids too, like three, four, like as soon as you can stand up age boxing gloves, which I number one is genius. Of course, as soon as you learn how to stand up, of course you should learn how to get knocked the fuck right back out. That's, that only makes sense. So I encourage it. Uh, you buy these little gloves, you let you know, let little kids fight their problems out like the right way. You don't got to worry about all the hair pulling and, and kicking and and all that shit. You put some little gloves on these little fuckers and let them go at it, especially if they got siblings or, you know, they got maybe somebody else at the school at the, in, in, the, in the daycare or some shit like that. Uh, we talking little kids here now, you know. So I don't know what type of problems they would have. Um, hell, maybe you... Put your hand, put your first three or four fingers in one of them little gloves and, you know, tap, you know, give them a little love taps. You know, maybe you want to get, a, get, you know, discipline them that way. Get them into boxing. Get them, start them young. You know, like I say, they got on diapers. So you knock them out, they shit on themselves. Perfect. You know what I mean? Like, it's not as embarrassing. So I, I, I endorse a little kid boxing gloves. I think it's genius. Um, get the brain trauma going early why, why, why wait till you know fifth grade Shit, why ever learn how to read just, you know just box just fight um, combat only strong survive just take it back to you know the, at least the 80s kids soft then you get their ass whooped I'm surprised they even advertising shit like this in 2023 I was shocked boxing gloves boxing gloves for kids to whoop each other fucking awesome sign me up man babysitting would be amazing if I had some kid boxing gloves just all type of little mini world star little sanction though alright y'all get where I'm going with that um bless y'all out here like I said this is supposed to be a short episode so just just right quick some advice and um oh shout out to Chris Riggins I posted about um, 
how he had posted about not taking shit personal. And I say that, I, I tell people that on my podcast, and you know, more people should hear me giving this great advice. And he said, yeah, man, more people should listen to it. So, yeah, maybe just off of that, if you if you, if you over here listening to for your first time off of that Chris Riggins suggestion, shout out to you, man. You made the right choice. But, um, yeah, man, I'd like to close with some advice every episode to help people survive stress-free live stress-free into the next episode hell maybe into the next 20 minutes but uh, number one count your blessings that's a very important advice my favorite advice to give because you get you can easily forget to take you know you know you take shit for granted think it's just gonna you know be there tomorrow it might even be no tomorrow you better fucking count your blessings uh, number two um, do unto others like treat people the way you want to be treated that's a very easy way to avoid a lot of bullshit and to, to get some good sleep at night um number three use the serenity prayer that shit helps help you separate what you should be you know trying to figure out and what you should walk away from um in so many words number four don't take shit personal that's the, the advice i touched on earlier on facebook which is really solid advice especially in entertainment business you know everybody got their own shit going you don't know what the fuck is going on so it ain't you you don't know what the fuck is wrong with these people what type of text they just read a phone call they just got off of they dicks ain't getting hard pussies don't get wet assholes too loose so you just at their job or working with them you know what the fuck what the fuck um oh this is becoming my favorite uh make the most out of your situations which is a lot I realize like count your blessings but kind of different it's just it's just another reason to not bullshit and complain um oh this one is very important I, I might I might take it down to one or two but um it's a Steve Jobs paraphrase something about he basically saying do what you're supposed to do without worrying about other motherfuckers thinking what you're supposed to be doing like basically fuck what other people think that's basically it and lastly get high man smoke something we call them meldricks because they they small but they hit hard and go fast um the theme song is smoking by itself but it's 2023 so you can pass it just make sure you pass it to a loved one and with that said until next week be safe be careful New QBP week 12 out now. And um, we out. Cleveland! This is for you! We out.